0: You just started your fantasy basketball season and you get some breaking news about your favorite player. Should I drop him? Should I trade him? Don't panic. In this episode, my special guest is gonna make sure you don't make any bonehead decisions at the start of your season, and he'll even give you a few ways to take advantage of some early season opportunities. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan who plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. The last of the major pro sports leagues kick off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL and college football, and NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport. Any time, head to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Today's guest is one of the most trusted sources in the fantasy basketball industry. He's worked for Fantrax, Sports Ethos, RotoWire. Today. He is a part of the fantasy basketball international team. Adam King, welcome back, buddy.
1: Thank you, man. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, debuting the shirt just for for the, the viewers, the listeners. Uh, it arrived in the mail. It took a long time to get here. I was I was worrying, but uh, that's that's just the the mail here. It's just slow. Uh, so it arrived while I was away. My mum. Opened the package, sent me a photo so to confirm that it had arrived. So I thought I'd move back from the screen a little bit tonight so that people can see the shirt. No, it looks really good on you, man.
0: And I think, too, especially because we have so many fantasy basketball folks from Australia that I'm seeing that shipping to Australia is a beast, man. I don't know if they're taking it on boats or like elephant back, but it takes a long time to get there.
1: Uh, It does. Yeah. Uh, During COVID, we had a lot of issues and it just doesn't seem to have rectified itself. So it is what it is. Um, We deal with it. I think Australia, everything's a little bit slower in Australia. We're pretty laid back over here. Yeah. I can't wait to visit. Well, any way you look at it, you
0: know, we're excited to have you back. And I know folks are early in their fantasy basketball seasons. Um at the time of showing this video so I wanted to make sure we could get you on to provide them some value. You ready to dig in? Let's do it. All right. So my first question Adam, every year fantasy basketball managers overreact, right? Early in the season. It's like a common thing, not just for fantasy basketball, but I think for all fantasy sports. What are some examples that you've seen with early season overreactions, specifically mistakes that people are making and something they
1: need to avoid? Yeah, so I've jotted down my my notes here on a, a scrap piece of paper. Um, the the big one is panic. People panic. People overreact. They uh, for for a number of reasons, and, and I've got more details here. But summing it up, it's it's panic. People um, will have a look at the stats, have a look at their results in the first week, the first two weeks, uh, and they will they will think that their team is not what they thought it was, but. You you really need to give I think give it at least two or three weeks before you start making any wholesale changes to your squad. Um, it does usually take players a f- like a few games to to get going to get their momentum. Obviously, there's a preseason, but but as we know, anyone who's watched the preseason, the big names don't play much. They play 15 minutes. They play 20 minutes. Um, the games don't mean anything. So although they have played. I don't really count it as playing. I, I count the first week or two weeks as the proper preseason when the teams are still gelling, they're still getting their new pieces, their rookies. So if I was summing it up, I would just say don't panic, um, and I can go into more details if you'd like. Oh, my good!
0: Come on, man. That's music to my ears. Please, let's unpack that.
1: So, so players underperforming. So you will, you may have drafted, and, and my mind always goes to head-to-head because that's what I play. Um, I did a roto draft the other night and I sucked. So that's why I don't do roto. That's why I don't do roto. I do head-to-head. Uh, so my mind goes to head-to-head, and my head and my mind go to punting as well. So for me, I would have a look and okay, I've got, I've punted two categories, which means I should be strong in six categories. Week one, you might lose five categories and you'll automatically think, well, are these players that I've drafted not producing at the level that I need them to? But as I said, give them two weeks. Scoring, percentages, they're all going to be a bit of an issue to open up. There's going to be a few fringe players who who hit the ground running because they've played a lot in the preseason. There might be an injury that means they get more minutes, so they're therefore overproducing. I, was, I went for a walk with my wife earlier and I was thinking – as I do when I'm walking around about fantasy. And I was thinking of a scenario where this this might happen in the first week of the season. So it might be that you have drafted your team to be strong in rebounds. So you're expecting week one, you look at your squad, you look at the squad of the other team, I'm going to win rebounds this week. You might end up losing rebounds by, I don't know, 20, 20 rebounds. Your the, the panic reaction is hey, look, I drafted um, I don't know, I drafted Daniel Gafford and he only averaged seven rebounds per game. Kuzma was getting 10 rebounds, um, Jordan Paul was playing a lot, getting five rebounds. Uh, Mike Muscala, who played well today, got eight rebounds. So you might start to panic and think, well, is Dan Gafford going to get the minutes that I thought he was? Is he going to get double digit rebounds? So you might think, well, I need to trade him. He's not going to give me what I need. I'm going to trade him and try and get someone uh, like Clint Capella back, for instance. He might have had some big rebound games. I wouldn't do that. I'd sit and I'd wait. But not only look at your team, have a look at what the other team did, your op- your opponent. Don't just look at the box scores uh, in terms of the, the fantasy box scores and have a look at the totals. Have a look at what their squad did player by player. You might see that they picked up Kavon Looney off waiver-wise on the, the opening night because the Warriors, I know they have a favourable schedule in the first week. They play uh, they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. I think they've got three games. Draymond Green might be out. Kevon Looney might have grabbed 50 rebounds in those three games. We know he can get 20 rebounds in a game. We've seen him do it. He may have just had these three outlier games, and this team that you're up against when you looked at the projections didn't have Kevon Looney in their team. They just streamed him in. So you might have lost rebounds, but it might be a complete outlier. It might be that this guy went off, your guy struggled. Don't then necessarily go and drop Dan- – there, or no, you wouldn't drop him, but don't go and trade Daniel Gafford for another player that might have had a really good week. Give it two weeks. Give it three weeks because these players, especially someone – I'm harping on Daniel Gafford a lot, but someone like – Daniel Gafford is not accustomed to playing heavy minutes. He he hasn't ever in his career. He might be sort of playing 30, 32 minutes or or looking to play that many, but he might have had some foul issues and so he only played 20 minutes. So really do your research before you make um, any sort of significant moves or, or decisions around how your roster is structured.
0: I love that. And I love that you mentioned paying attention to what's happening around the league. I, I, I find, especially with new fantasy managers, right, they might have like a, a silo effect in terms of their team. Yeah. And they're not looking outward. They're only looking inward. So talk to me about, um, you know, ways that fantasy managers can actually capitalize on early season overreactions in their league if they're paying attention to their environment.
1: Yeah, look, it does depend how invested you are in your league and probably how many leagues you're in because obviously the more leagues you're in, the less time you can spend focusing on one league over another. Um, so for us, it's hard. Like I'm in 12 leagues or something. So it's hard, but it's also what we do. So I guess we have a little more commitment or a little more um, passion. So I would... If you've got the time, if you can do it, I would have a look. As you said, don't silo yourself. Have a look at not only your opponent, but have a look outside your matchup. Have a look at all the teams. Um, check the box scores. Have a look for a player that, uh, like I remember, I don't think it was last year, the year before to start the season. Damien Lillard, Jason Tatum. Yeah, there were a few guys. Those those two come come to mind it was when they changed the ball I think the NBA went from one ball to another ball and there were a few guys whose percentages fell significantly and I remember they were two of them and and I'm sure there were others who were shooting like 40 percent over the first month or something like that have a look for things like that because their managers are going to start panicking and saying look I, I spent a first round pick on this guy he's killing my field goal percentage And they'll panic. They'll do what I said you shouldn't do. So look for managers that are panicking. If you've got a group chat or or some sort of an area where your group gets together, just keep your ear to the ground. Listen out for managers that might sound like they're panicking. Uh, They might be ready to offload a player early. But keep an eye on your roster. You might have um, a guy that has fallen into some additional minutes because of foul issues with other players or a small injury or a blowout game. So you might have a guy who you drafted at pick 80 and over the first two weeks he's putting up top 30 value. Cash in on that. So get to know the other managers in your league and and offer a trade. Offer someone who's a top 80 player for uh, someone who, who maybe was drafted as a top 50 player knowing in the back of your mind this is probably going to rectify itself at some point because it tends to, uh, especially with the elite players, they tend to figure it out. So play on the emotions of other managers. um, Pick on the weaker managers, I suppose. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. But, um, yeah, cash in and make the most of of panic around the league and try and bolster your roster that way. You, You might find it just sort of... Came into my head then because of what he's done so far. You might find this season that Damian Lillard for the first week or two weeks is actually pretty average because he hasn't had a preseason. Uh, from what I've heard, he didn't do a lot when he was in Portland because he knew he was going to get traded. He didn't want to risk injury, so he hasn't had a full preseason. He's only just in the scheme of things. He's very new to the to the Milwaukee sort of makeup and, and their structures. So it wouldn't surprise me if for the first two weeks he struggles a little bit and he might only average 20 points a game, Uh, percentages might be down a little bit. So he might only be putting up top 50 value. If his manager is getting frustrated and you've got someone like, um, I don't know, like Donovan Mitchell, so someone who you drafted at pick 18 and and Lillard was at pick 8, throw it out there. Donovan Mitchell might be playing really well. We saw last season there were periods where he put up first-round value. Maybe you can offer Donovan Mitchell for Damian Lillard um, with a view to Lillard turning it around after the first few weeks. So so there might be opportunities there. Yeah, I mean, look, I've, I've talked about obviously a couple of hypothetical ones with, with Damian Lillard this season um, and, and we had those examples of a couple of years ago when the ball changed. One thing I'd probably say is... There's a few sites that do it, but have a good, reliable injury report that you can refer back to. Be aware of teams that have some injuries to key key players or or even just rotational players because you might find that there's a guy that's, as I said, he's overperforming. He's putting up top 40 value when he was drafted at pick 100, Um, and it might be because there's someone injured and and. It all really comes back to with a lot of this stuff is knowing the managers in your league if possible. Sometimes you're just drafting with people that you don't know. But if it's mates, if it's friends, if it's colleagues, know how much research they do. Uh, I'm in quite a few leagues obviously and I know who in my leagues don't do a lot of research so you can cash in on their lack of knowledge Um, and they might just have this guy that's blowing up and they're not really paying attention to why. So have a really reliable injury report that you can refer back to, check it. I know a lot of the sites have really good injury reporting now. Um RotoWire, RotoWorld, World, Sports Ethos, Roto Baller, they all have injury reports um, that are updated almost to the minute. Um, so so you can if you if you have a good feed, a reliable feed, no, I mean, you have to look at things like streaming as well. Um, if you've got a reliable injury report, you can get ahead of other guys in your league and someone might, like, Lamello Ball might be ruled out. So, for a week. And, and you might, if you can get that news first and you can cash in and stream someone in, whoever's going to replace him, um, I don't know who that would be, but, um, or maybe, I'm just looking down the player ranks here, maybe... Um, uh, who have we got? I don't know. Maybe maybe LeBron James. Maybe LeBron James is, is going to miss two weeks because he's already got a groin injury or something, which which could very well happen because he's so old. But if that happens, Austin Reeves is going to get a bump. He's probably going to play heavy minutes. Um, you're probably going to find someone like D'Angelo Russell is going to score a little bit more. So if you have D'Angelo Russell, give him that week. He might average 26 points that week. Put him up for trade. Say, look, I need a forward, so I'm willing to get rid of D'Angelo Russell. Um, so I would just again, don't silo yourself. Really look outside, not only your team and your matchup, but all the other all the other teams, all the other matchups, and even just the fringe players, players that are on waivers um, early in the season is often where you're going to pick up guys that might have season-long value. Guys, that we weren't sure what their what their minutes were going to look like. Uh, if I scroll, like if I scroll down, um, I don't know. We might have someone like uh, like John Collins. We're not exactly sure what his role is going to look like in Utah. Is he gonna? Are they going to feature him? Is he going to be the second option on offense? We doubt it. But what if he comes out and plays 34 minutes and plays like he was five years ago when he was a second round guy? Um, so just be aware of what's, what's happening all around the league, uh, and who you can cash in on.
0: Love it. Very good stuff. Dropping jewels as usual. Listen, we got a lot of people, especially on like the believe in fantasy, TikTok people are like asking advice for trades. I'm like, we haven't even tipped (laughs) off yet. Right. So talk to me about that. Like, should fantasy managers, make trades right now? Is it too early in their season, preseason, but also in the first couple of weeks in the season? Should they try to execute trades?
1: Uh, look, I, I think you, you can. I mean, it's never too early to trade. If 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 you're a – there's usually there's – you're one of two people. You're either someone that just loves to trade for, for, for the sake of trading or you rarely trade. Uh, and you'll actually find that leagues will – will sort of form that persona as well. So your league will be a league that has multiple trades every week or your league will have three trades in the whole season. Um, so if you are someone that just loves trading for trading, as I said, I I, I probably wouldn't trade in the first two to three weeks. So I'd, I'd give it time. Um, but on the flip side, if, if you're the one, presumably cashing in and and winning the trade like people always want to know who won this trade who lost this trade um ideally that's well for for the person asking the question hopefully they they view it as that they won it but it is possible for both people to win a trade because it it comes down to your team makeup you might trade someone like oh i don't know you might trade miles turner for jalen brunson completely different players who won that trade well if you if this team needed blocks and this team needed assists, you both won because they're totally different players. Um, so that's why I wouldn't do it in the first two three weeks because you don't your team doesn't really have a personality in the first two or three weeks. Wait until they've established players have got their rhythm, then you can have a look and go. Look, I really, I really need some blocks. Uh, I thought I'd be good at assists, but. Um, I know Jordan Poole's only getting me three. I thought he was going to get me six. So I'm not really competing in assists, but surprisingly, I'm pretty good in blocks. So then maybe you go and trade one of your guards and get Mark Williams or someone like that. So I would give it a few weeks until your team has established who they are uh, before you make any trades. Very nice.
0: Adam, we appreciate you always for coming on, man, always providing so much value. I want to take a minute so you could just share your uh, social handles, but also anything uh, that you have coming up.
1: Uh, so social, it's just at AdamKing91 on Twitter. Um, in terms of what we've got coming up, uh, we've got I've got a lot of content this week because, as you said, I've just returned from a holiday and I'm flying out to uh, the US in about five days. So I've got almost a week to pump out content. So I think we'll have uh, one, two, I think we've got about seven shows coming out sort of over the next five days. Um, so that'll be good. I'll be recording some shows when I'm in the States, taking advantage of actually being in the same time zone as a lot of you guys. So I can record and go on some shows, which I normally can't. Uh, we've got all of our rankings. Um, Matt Lawson is releasing new rankings as we speak. Uh, he will be, doing his first Dynasty podcast uh, in quite a while. We've got um, Noah Rubin doing the, he's come on board as part of Fantasy Basketball International with his Tank Me Later podcast. So he's doing that weekly. Michael Fiddle has come on. He's a sports betting, gambling, DFS uh, expert. So he's doing a couple of shows each week for us as well. Um, So look, we're we're building slowly at FBI uh, and there are a few other things in the pipeline, which... Um, yeah I won't talk too much about them yet but we'll be releasing those on on Twitter so f- following me on Twitter following FBI basketball on Twitter uh, heading to our website fbibasketball.com uh, our discord is up well over 3,000 now so we've got a lot of people in our community uh, and still rolling out leagues I think uh, we're, we're up we're well over a 100 leagues now um, we just the demand is there so we just keep rolling out new leagues That is awesome. Well, we love what you're doing for the fantasy
0: basketball community, and we're looking forward to having you on again really soon. Just sit tight for me, Adam. I'll be right back. Now that you are prepared for the early part of your fantasy basketball season, check out our episode about best practices for fantasy basketball trades with Zach Hanshu from NBC's Roto World. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveinFantasy.com. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at BelieveinFantasy. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, where the game starts.